Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Hey, welcome to Boggy Talk. We hope that you are doing well, and I can't wait to dive into what we're talking about today, a little game we're playing, and some questions and answers. But before I do that, do that, do that, do that. Before I do that. Hey, do that. Before I do that. <laughs> Speaking of the opposite of do that, uh, dude, oh, James, man. how you doing, buddy? I'm great. I'm great. Man. Really great. Really great. Really great. Really great. Really great. Because yes. kids are back in school and... Yeah, but I'm tired. It's awesome. I'm already tired. The early mornings, man. Yeah, not the, not just, just early mornings. Evening activities. And, yes. So like I just, I got to get up early and... Just tired. It's a perpetual. I'm getting old. Of, yeah. It, I'm getting it, old. I'm not in my 40s like you, but uh, I am you're old. You're almost there. Almost there. Well. How are um, you? I'm the same. Like, oh man, I'm tired. Uh, yeah. I think part of it is the fact that um, our our dog, which um, I love. I never, I didn't think I would like having, having a dog. And I love him until he wakes up at 4.30 every morning. Ooh. And I'm like, just Ooh. stop barking. Is he a puppy? He is a puppy, so he'll grow out of it. Yeah, about two years it gets better. About two years it gets better. It'll be okay, and he's cute, and it's fun. It's wonderful for the family, but uh, right now it's kind of killing me. But (laughs) but he's sweet now. Yeah. Took two years. So all you pet people who are, yeah, um, we're, I wouldn't say we're necessarily pet people, but we do it for our children, and we enjoy the, you know. For the children. It's for the the children. children. Speaking of children, uh, let's (laughs) let's dive into our topic for the day. Headline, hot topic. Headline, hot topic. It's not really hot. It's not a hot topic because people are like, that's not like this. So just remind Today's juicy. uh, So sometimes we're pulling from what's going on in the world, headlines, things we should talk about. Sometimes it's church issues, things going on in the greater church. Sometimes it's just, hey, we need to talk a little bit more about this specific thing that's going on in our church. And that's what we're going to do today. And we're only trying to spend 10 minutes on it, right? Only trying to spend 10 minutes. So we're so, trying to be succinct. That's good. We don't talk fast, so we need to talk faster. Yeah, we should talk faster. <laughs> well, what is it today, Justin? So uh, today we are talking about uh, really discipling our children. Okay. Uh, this okay. is building off of um, really where we've been in our intergenerational uh, series uh, the past two weeks specifically. I think the sermons have been very focused and directed in this direction. Uh, and I think um, as you listen, as people have w- the feedback we've had is like, it's, you know, we're you're teaching the word. It sounds funny to be like, sometimes when you're talking about a sermon, like oh, people have been like, that was great because you're talking about like, the sermon, but really the word is good. The and word is good. Faithful, yeah, yeah, and so we're yeah. trying to just teach what scripture and James say. didn't completely mess up communicating <laughs> it. So there is conversation starting. That's how I feel in worship, <laughs> leading worship sometimes. I'm like, well, the song is great. Hopefully we do okay. You yeah, know, like, but yeah. the team always does. That's true. That's good. Um, I think what we want to talk about now is maybe a little bit more of the, okay, so what does this actually look like in yeah. real life? And yeah. I would say, uh, first, we're not experts because we're still in the middle of this. And I think a lot Speak of this for is, yourself. is, yeah, <laughs> well, I would just go, I would say we're that, experts in theory. There's a lot of, we're not th- experts yeah, in practice. And there's a lot of theories out there about yeah. what it looks like. I would just say the first thing is be, regardless of what it looks like, be committed to it. Like, I think okay. that's like, right. you know, like All the first right. thing yeah, is yeah. like, everyone thinks I ha- it's just like an Instagram, like, oh, I want to look like that. I want to look like them, be like that. Hey, it may not look exactly like in your family, like it's going to look in another right. family, as yeah, long yeah. as you are committed yeah. to making it work for your family. That's principle number one. And can I push back there. on principle number one? Push back. What if it's not working? What if it's not working? What if like shut? six months in? Pivot. Pivot. Okay. Um, All right. I mean, really. So I would say when our kids, like I had this ideal 
of what it would be like with mm. our family that mm. we were just going to read a Piper book or a, yeah. And that yeah, yeah. every Monday night we were going to sit down as a family and it was just going to be this serious, like children, you're going to listen to yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, and, you were into Vody Bauckham heavy. Like, well, no, cause I have a I'm funny story. If I don't have time throw, to tell okay. a story about that particularly that I'm like, eh, with that yeah, when yeah. I have it, yeah. like a I just offended people. Uh, Dude, yeah. if you, if you even question, you can ask me, I don't want to say I, you could ask me personally my story yeah. about that so okay. um uh, it doesn't need to go online uh secondly i would just say you've got to figure out what it looks like uh do, there is the ideal is that you're doing something that that meets you know your needs of your kids that engages mm -hmm. them that is teaching them and for us we found like with the age range we have reading of, the jesus calling bible yeah. <laughs> you just <laughs> no <laughs> that we just or you know we got to talk through the word trying we to figure out how many people are gonna fit <laughs> you just keep <laughs> talking is, i'll just keep throwing go, out ding, ding, ding. the numbers just you're, you're <laughs> yeah. gonna keep a counter at the bottom of the video <laughs> ding right here ding somebody somebody's offended but really like hey we're gonna talk through the scripture we're gonna talk about what they're learning uh in in classes and discipleship here church because mm, that's a great mm, bridge home great. ask them questions about it uh and and really like hey let's read this we're reading this passage yeah. what do you think so that's go good ahead. yeah no i think that um the you read the gospel coalition every morning <laughs> and whatever they say you completely <laughs> you alter your it. life around that's based right. on whatever article yeah. hot, hot fad is there because they're you know they're yeah. not trying to keep people engaged in a business, even though they are. Right. So I'm just kidding. So I was just trying to offend another group, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think, I think what you're saying, like, you know, you just, you kind of plug along. Like, mm -hmm. I think that we are often, you know, you've heard people talk about coaching and things like this, like people want the outcome, but not the process. And like, that's so parenting, like, right. It is the process, you know, mm -hmm. it is, I, I don't want to sound all, you know, new agey, but it is the journey. Like, and the journey actually has a destination though. That's, <laughs> That's where right. I would it's criticize. Not just winding road it's all nowhere. about the experience. It's no. like, okay, well, your experience could lead you to a bad place, you know, but yeah, it, it's, it's plugging along. It's being, it's being willing to call audibles to adjust. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think most importantly is the relationship piece, you know, yeah. um, to me, the concern would be if my children are less inclined to talk to me about how they're feeling. So something we try to do every day is uh, a high and a low. So yeah. especially if we're at the dinner table, but even if we're not at the dinner table that night, like, hey, tell me a high and a low today because mm -hmm. I'm getting to hear my children's heart, what yeah. matters to them. Um, and I just think it's keeping them in the discipline of being willing to share to recognize God's goodness right. and mm -hmm. negative. And then we do, we try to memorize scripture yeah. um, and... Uh, and yeah, I mean, and it's just, it doesn't, it, I, I might celebrate something on social media every once in a while, but I'm not going to like put like, hey, today, one of my kids threw a tantrum during our time of yeah. talking about the Bible. Like, I love them too much to do that, <laughs> but yeah. that does happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. And if it's not a tantrum, it's like somebody just punched someone or, yeah. or someone just let one rip yeah. and now you just lost everyone yeah. because it's... I think in those moments, like when something silly happens, like you have to lean into it and laugh with them. I think somebody farts almost every time we have family share time any, and me, every meal time too. I'm like, guys, come on. Like yes. it's, yeah, it's just, I grew up with brothers. So it's Christy not, does not like when they do that. Like she, we're, we're not supposed well. to do that around her. Oh yeah. Like, it is a big deal. Yeah. Anyway, absolutely. Well, I think, right, I think so. <laughs> I think going back, it is, you do have to like really lean into what, where your kids are. Every yeah. kid's different yeah. in terms of what they can understand different age, but also personality. So going back to, you know, high and the low, I think that's a great, and we asked that a lot too. I think I picked that up from you because uh, it's a great way to frame things, but 
don't be discouraged if like after a week of doing this, your child isn't just pouring out their heart or right. if you're getting the, I don't know, I don't know. Like some kids are just gonna do that. And I just would say, continue and yeah. persist and they are going to eventually share. Yeah. Um, I think you have to model this too. Right. Uh, because I think about, I think I realized one at one point my kids are kind of clueless about everything I do during the day and they don't need to know every detail, but they're like, when I started sharing a high and a low from my day, they were like, oh, like our parents actually, when I'm not around, they do things, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but it helps them understand how I'm processing the world, how I also get upset over some of over something or, and sometimes it's silly and I shouldn't have gotten upset or, you know, you just, you've got to model that. Mm. Um, Cause they believe that Truman show thing we talked about. Remember when we <laughs> talked right, about that? That's you, right. you kind of think everyone's really just an actor just, waiting to in my show. That's yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, take the opportunity to, to like turn things back to the heart, you know? Okay. Mm. Well, you know, like, you know, if they're like, hey, it was so bad when this happened at school day. Well, why? Why yeah. did that why did that make you feel that way? How did that make ask them, how did that make you feel? Well, why do you think that? And then yeah, pray about it. So we're also right. teaching our kids to like um to pray through these things, pray mm-hmm. through their day, pray through what they're thinking, what they're feeling, you know, all in light of the scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think it's great. I think that, you know, a lot of things in life I turn back to what the scripture says about those things. Um and the way that you can do that is by knowing the scripture. And yeah. I know that almost sounds like condescending, but I just think so many, and I think in one of our questions we'll have, I'm going to get to this too. I just think so many Christians have these, like, I want to be X, you know, or I want my life to look like X. And they don't want to do the like daily disciplines of being in the word and being in prayer and examining our own heart mm-hmm. and and being a servant in the church. Like, the truth is, like, if the journey matters, the process matters, like, who we are yeah. is way more important than, you know, what we're doing, actually, and where we're doing it. And, and I think who we are transcends that. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, what we're doing is we're reproducing that in our children. Yeah. Because they're not necessarily, they're probably not going to do a lot of things the same way you do those things. Right. Maybe a little bit because of our culture, because of our culture, and maybe a little bit just because how things are. But like in some ways, they're going to do it the opposite of you, even Absolutely. if you're doing a great job. That's right. But they are going to reproduce the character, right? You know, or they're going to rebel to the character. But right. but I think if they're loving and accepted, mm-hmm. they're going to reproduce the character. And I and I think I think my children know that I love them. And I and I would say this too. I say the same thing. I've been a dad for 14 years. I say the same things consistently to them. Uh, I honor every time they get in trouble. Hey, no matter what you do, I will never stop loving you. Right. Hey, I tell them often, like even my big kids, and I think they probably think it's cheesy, but like, hey, dude, would I ever trade you for anything in the world? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not trying to be funny. I would really love a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. I would I've, do a lot for a yeah. billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. I truly wouldn't give up my children for a billion dollars. Mm. Isn't that crazy that absolutely. they're that valuable to yeah, me? Yeah, absolutely. That's like that's a lot of money. But you're like, no way. Like, they, yeah, their life like they is need far to like precious. like hear that. Und- and they, uh, yeah, because they are they're they're processing like I would do this. I, I would. Know, you know, they're, they're like, like I'd probably sell you for a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you buy me. I mean, I, if if somebody said you could have a billion dollars, and never mind, I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're that's gonna our, go that's crazy. our game yeah, next yeah. week. What that, would you do for a billion dollars? Yes or no? I wouldn't do that. I want to be a billionaire. Oh man, I think. 
something you said. We got about a minute. We got a minute left. So I think another piece of this goes back to the modeling piece. And you said this in the sermon uh, two weeks ago about how important it is that our kids see us acting acting out in our faith, but acting out our faith. Yeah. and I think a huge piece of that is our commitment to to serve uh, the mm-hmm. church, but and to be in community with other people and yeah. to be disciplers. They need to see us not just discipling other people, but involved in other people's lives and part of making disciples. Uh, because then it becomes a natural rhythm of their life. And yeah. I think I mean, we, you know, for a long time hosted a Bible study on Wednesday nights, like late, and our kids would get mad because they were in bed and it was loud because it was like college students, and you know, and they would be like, "Why are they so loud?" We're like, well, we understand and we'll tell them to be quiet, but here's why we're doing this. And they they became like they just expected it and they actually like it's important for them to see us mm-hmm. doing this. So mm-hmm. I would just say model it, be in each other's lives, and also as your kids get older, if you don't have older kids yet, like teenagers you begin to see more and more and more just the incredible value of them having other trusted yes, voices. Yes, absolutely. Uh, because, you know, I- Encourage uh, that, You know, yeah. I think we're, we, you know, we try our best to be good fathers. We're insufficient because we're not perfect. Yeah. Uh, but there's so many things that they pick up from other, other men, other mm-hmm. women who they just see things in a different light, encourage in a different way. And they're also at the stage where, outsiders' opinions of them do matter a lot to them, yeah. and I, it's incredibly valuable. I was, uh, I know we're, we're over time, but I was going to say, I think notice that we really didn't give you a lot of specifics uh, about how to structure this time because I really don't think they matter that much. It was funny because we tried like family devotion, mm-hmm. um, and it just, it really just wasn't working that well. And, and you I, have a big age range too. I recently art. listened to Bar- Barnabas Piper on the Glass House, a Lifeway podcast, who's John Piper's son. Mm-hmm. And then the Mandrells, who, you know, he runs Lifeway, he's been a church player. And they were just talking about that they really, I, specifically for families that are like involved in the church, they're like family devotion time is just kind of lame. Like, <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean you're not talking about the word, you're not having mm-hmm. conversations, but like this formal sit down, like, yeah. And, you know, I, I think, if it's really, yeah, and there's people who dogmatically approach that differently, and that's fine. It's working mm-hmm. for them. I'm not saying it's wrong, but for us, that just hasn't been something that has worked well. Yeah, I <laughs> anyway agree. So, so I want to defend another group. That's right. Ding. Okay. There's the bell. All right. All right. So hey, all right. So questions uh, related to this, we're gonna do we're gonna do uh, things differently than we did last week. So we're gonna go into our questions that we've received, and then we're gonna close out with our game. But you need to stick around for the game because I think uh, it's gonna be really funny. Uh, so or if life uh, isn't about a game, games to you, then just sign too. off in about so, five minutes. Uh, let's talk about some questions. First question uh, we've got is this. Um, w- And it's related to what we've been really emphasizing as a church with intergenerational and uh, discipleship. What do you do if your children are hard-hearted or don't seem to be responding to what Mm. you're trying to teach? Mm. Mm. So uh, first and foremost, pray. Mm. Yes. You know, I'm very practical and we're very practical and our church is very practical. And I think a lot of people in this area are very practical. And I just think people are often very practical. Give me, give me the three steps. Give me. Yeah. Jesus said of the one boy who was sick, this could only happen by healing mm. and by praying. Yeah. And so if we know that there are some things that only prayer will work for, yeah. then why don't we start with a thing that we know is the most powerful? Yeah. And so 
That's you know, so true. Pray, I pray for my children, uh, but you know, specifically, I think I'm burdened to pray in specific ways um, mm-hmm. for my children when I see this kind of stuff. So I would say, number one, pray. Mm-hmm. I agree, and it's it's ironic that like Jesus tells us to do this and that that's usually like, oh yeah, after we've read books and after we've talked to people and God can use all those things. Mm-hmm. Then we're like, oh, and I should, like, man, we got to pray first. I agree. Mm-hmm. We, like, we actually were talking about that specific uh, passage uh, yeah. a few months ago, just in something we were mm-hmm. praying through for one of our kids. We're like, all right, we've just got to like, the Lord has to do this. The Lord has to do this. I think you're absolutely right. Pray. I think to endure, be patient. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you pause for a moment, you will recognize in your own heart mm-hmm. times where you've been hard-hearted That's right. and times you were being hard-hearted. Yeah. Um, and God uh, doesn't leave his children alone. You know, he He disciplines us in terms of in a father's and loving way, and mm-hmm. he is working. Now, if they're hard-hearted towards him in terms of not receiving, uh, I think, you know, what I'm talking about is a child who's, you know, a believer, um, if they're not a believer, I would say be patient and endure. Mm-hmm. Continue to make opportunities. Um, you you walk. You do feel like you have to walk this tension of you can't you can't force anyone to change, uh, but you certainly can be loving, uh, holding to the truth, um, patient, listening, and create. I think especially with kids, younger kids, uh, and you know, and teenage like so much of it goes back to what we just talked about is the relationship, and you've got to lay that groundwork before they will listen. So that was what I was going to say. Is I think that the the third thing. So we got prayer, patience. I need a P for this, but um, is proximity. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, Christy and I were talking about one of our children and um, their just issues, but then I was explaining like they could, they still talk to me like about these issues, and they even though like I think they're not handling a lot of things wrong. Like they're talking to me and, and Christy was saying, like, it kind of seems like they're using you. And I'm like, yes, maybe, but they still feel comfortable talking to me. And I think that's so valuable. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, about this, they're not like, I'm going to my room. I'm, you know, whatever. And I just think that's important. I think like when I think about ministry, not just in our homes, like that's such an important piece of, of ministering to people, like making it clear I'm not closing the door on you. Yeah. Now you might close the door Mm -hmm. on me, but I'm not closing the door on you. Now I I know, and sometimes there's manipulative relationships and that's different. That's not what I'm speaking to, Mm -hmm. but I just, I mean, when I think of, and I know we can theologically debate this, but when I, when I think of God, like drawing us to him, like Mm -hmm. the, the scriptures just seem to point out like God is not slow, you know, I mean, right. God, you know, God's patient, you know, God yeah. puts people in a time and place that might seek him, though he's mm-hmm. not far away. Like mm-hmm. so many people have said, it felt like I was running from God and, and, and he was always there. Like, mm-hmm. I just think there's something about fostering whatever you can do, as far as it depends on you to be at peace with all men and your daughters and sons, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. so yeah, proximity is not the right word. Yeah, I know. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah. You just have to be. In but proximity, you don't it do is, that without proximity. Exactly. So, you yeah. Know. I, so I think that's that's all good. Uh, there's there's probably more we could say. I think a lot of times we, uh, 
And, the, and when, when it gets like this in a situation, we start to operate a lot more out of fear yeah. than out of faith. And that's, I know that sounds very Hobby Lobby, right. like, but. When, <laughs> like, another offense, another offense. <laughs> but, like, but it's true. We start to panic. Like, oh gosh, if I don't fix my kid. Yeah, I know. Um, the Lord will do the work. Yeah. Uh, and, but out of that fear, we then start to um, sometimes inappropriately give them too much space and let our kids yeah. call the shots. And that's where people are like, well, I'm not going to force them. And this leads us to a second question, but that's also where you're like, oh, well, and we look for other things to blame. Like, well, it's the life, it's their life group. They just don't connect with their other students or kids or it's yeah. the church. And you try another church and you're like, yeah. Eh, so, so hmm. I think something that needs to be said here and is, there's a difference between a hard-hearted kid and a 13 to 18 year old. Yeah. <laughs> Cause 13 to 18 year olds, even and the, I was even one the best and like, they will not like, if you say this, Yeah, but teenagers lack judgment. Yeah, they do. I mean, that's like mm -hmm. a philosophy. I understand. Teenage brain is real. Yeah. They're their not heart, fully developed. They're not, yeah. but they, they're so, but they think they are. And they, I thought I was too. And you did too. They're good so. at arguing. Like, yeah. And, and I do think stay in the course. And like, again, I think we alluded to last week, Back to like, do I want to go to church? Do you make your kids go to church? All that stuff. Like I say all the time, this is what we're going to do. It's my responsibility to shepherd you while you're in my house. When you're 18, you make your own decisions. Mm -hmm. Now we don't have like serious issues about that, but you know, I've already decided in my mind, if they push back on something that we're doing as a family, that's the conversation. Like you are my responsibility right. to God. Mm -hmm. I mean, God... Yeah, yeah, I'm responsible to God for you. Yeah, so. that's good. So this really does lead into the next question, and you just alluded to it, uh, and you mentioned this uh, two weeks ago in the sermon, but uh, should you force your teenagers to go to church if they really don't want to? And I think part of this is that going back to that, like, I don't, they're coming from a place of, I don't want to force it on them and cram down their throat, um, all those things. So thoughts. I know well, your thoughts, but you said- I mean, that's a whole pop boggy yeah. talk episode, but right. yes. Yeah. But <laughs> there's so much. So A, you should be kind. Yes. Not a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you be should the be kind. Yeah, the B, I think this is my observation from most families. Most families where the parents are spending time with the Lord and they regularly go to church I don't see this as a problem. Mm -hmm. I do see this as a problem in families where the father and mother, they go to church when it's convenient, half the time a year, half a year, whatever. And so it is a regular option to not yeah. go to church. And so then their children don't understand, well, how come when you don't want to go to church, yeah, we don't have to go? that's a great point. But when I don't want to go, we don't have to go. And I, I would just say, it, so, so, so you need to change that. You know, it's like, seriously, I'm not trying to be funny, but so we can miss it for travel sports or we can miss it because we're going to go on a three-day weekend on a regular basis, you know, yeah. but we can't miss it when I'm just, I got a lot of homework and I don't feel good and all that, or we miss it for homework, you know, and again, like mm -hmm. you got to go back and say, okay, we're going to go every time we can, unless there's yeah. some big reason. And if you're like starting over and they're bringing it up, you just can say, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, you know what? I haven't prioritized it like we should, but we are now. Yeah, we're going to start over. And <laughs> that's, you know, that speaks volumes. Yeah. When, when we as parents say, hey, you know what? You're right. I have been this, I've been hypocritical about this, or I've had a double standard and I it's wrong. And we're, we're, we're changing course now and 
that speaks powerfully to kids. Yeah, it, it it does absolutely. You know, I think I think it's challenging for our um, uh, one believer homes. Mm-hmm. That is challenging. Yeah. Um, and I think you know that is yeah. You know, you need to. That that's probably more of a insistent, but not you know forceful because you know you just may not your your spouse may. Not, not support you in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so uh, pray in that regard. So I, I do think in that one, that's a little more challenging. And, you know, I, I think sometimes like, you know, kids, you know, what what is the church you're going to like? Is the word being taught? Um, is it engaging of younger families? You know, again, I, I think you go the opposite end where we, just, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I'm talking about this in a few weeks, but like, yeah. Yeah, it just anyway. becomes entertainment. And then they, kids start to buy. If you do that, I think by the time they're 16, 17, 18, kids are very perceptive and they see through that. Yeah, and they, they do. become disengaged yeah. then. And yeah. so then it's just, they it becomes harder. Do. Like, it's just, why, why do I even go? It doesn't really make a difference. Why would so, I go to the church and hear music that's kind of like a nightclub when it's way better at the nightclub? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and, and we can dance more. So, yeah, there yeah. You go. I know. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So, go be committed. Uh, last question we received. Yeah. This is a question that somebody asked you. How do you know? If you're in God's will, that's a great question. I think oh. uh, I'll, I'll start. Um, I think one, we tend to overcomplicate this uh, because we think that God's will is like this. Like if I there's there's two choices, A or B. One is definitely God's will. One's not. And if I choose B, you have I'm chosen his, wisely. Yes, I'm out of His will oh, for the rest you have of chosen my life. Poorly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've, I'm out of His will for the rest yeah, of my life. Yeah. Um, one thing that have and it, it's harder because it's mm. a little more nebulous. But I mean, Paul says uh, in Romans 12, Paul writes, "Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed mm. by the renewing of your mind, and then you will know God's will, His good, mm. acceptable, and perfect will." Mm. So, uh, God's will is overall will. It's for you to know him, mm-hmm. to be in relationship with him, and to make him known. Mm-hmm. So everything else I feel under underneath that is more of a fleshing out what that looks like for your life. Yeah. But the, the if you are not renewing your mind in the truth, you will not know his will. Yeah. Uh, because his will is there. Uh, and But his promise is when we seek him, we'll know. Yeah. Howard Hendricks says 95% of the will of God is revealed in the scriptures. 5% is not. Why do we obsess about the 5% that is not? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, really doing the things, this is what I try to, you know, often say about people who are struggling with this is like, are you doing the things you know to do? Right. And typically they're not. Mm -hmm. Um, And here's why that's a big deal, you know, is because there's a peace that comes from doing what you know to do that is right. right. Mm -hmm. You know, in the end of James chapter one, he says after that's a passage on trials, right? And he's talking about seeking wisdom and he's talking about how worldly possessions and wins fade away. And at the end he says, but the man who looks at the law of liberty and Mm -hmm. is intent on his doing on doing it, he will be blessed in whatever he does. Yeah. And I really, I really take that and understand that as there's such great freedom in, in the choices that we make in our life, uh, Mm -hmm. in the areas where they're not clearly defined. And if we're the kind of man or woman that God wants us to be, and primarily we're looking to his word, trusting mm-hmm. in him with all our heart. Uh, as he says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, he'll, he'll make your paths, paths yes. straight. I think there's multiple mm-hmm. paths and he's going to make whichever one you're choosing straight. So I, I, this is how I would sum this up. Yeah, Following your heart is bad advice. 
Such bad advice. However, if somebody comes to me and they say, I've prayed and prayed and prayed, and I'm studying the word and I'm mm -hmm. seeking the word and I'm seeking counsel on this, yeah. then I say, follow your heart. Yeah, because because it's a renewed, it's renewed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're you're at this point, do what you think mm -hmm. is gonna bring the most glory right. and honor to God, you mm -hmm. know. Uh and 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 his great and I'll tell you this. Again, I can, we can get in theological heresy here if we're not careful, but what I have found is it is quite possible that I have made the wrong decision, if you want to use that word. Yeah. But that God's grace, God's grace. covers me because Whew. my intent yeah. was, was to his honor word. him. Yeah. yeah that's so. that's good. Yeah. So we I wouldn't get stress about, about it. That. I yeah, wouldn't stress I agree. about it. Like you just have to say, Lord, I'm trusting you. I am seeking you. And I just show me. And, and, then, I, and I think it's easier to second guess those decisions when like you don't have earthly results, right? Like mm -hmm. both of us agonized over coming here. Yeah. When I mean that, we loved the churches we're at. Right. And like, you know, I think had it been tough here, like, be like we oh, would have both been like, oh, maybe I made the wrong decision. But like, because it's been good, like we don't think that. But the truth is like, that's not the measure either. Like, right. My heart was trying to discern the Lord's will. Yes, so. absolutely. That's okay. good. So, hey, uh, those are some questions we received this past week. We want more questions. We want to talk about what you want to talk long. about. So, uh, send us questions. Please do send us a send us a text if you've got our phone numbers. We're not putting those out there, but you can send us an email. You can send us a message on Facebook. A comment five on five five. There you go. <laughs> so eight five zero five five five. So here we go. We're going to wrap today up with a little game, and uh, we may have to make this a two part game because of time. Okay. Uh, because I got a great response. So we're going to play a little game that some of you have probably played before. It's called Two Truths and a Lie. But I have polled our staff members. Oh my! To see goodness. how well James knows random oh trivia facts goodness. about the staff. Oh now, now, before we go on, I just want to say, if you get every one of these wrong, it just goes to show you know the important stuff. You know that. You know <laughs> thank you. Thank you for are. making your pastor look good. <laughs> thank right. you for making me so, look good. So, because some of these, I was like, I don't okay. think I would get these right okay. either. So, all right. And we, we decided, I decided, uh, based on the suggestion, that not only am I going to, I'm not going to tell you who sent it in. So, you're first going to have to guess which staff member okay. this is. Got it. And then you're going to have to guess which one is a lie. So I think some will be a little easier than others. So the first one is this. And, and then some of their clues actually kind of give away, okay. narrow it down. Okay. So first one is, I was born at home and named by my grandmother. I went zip lining in my 60s. Track was my favorite sport in high school. Well... That's probably, well, based on the age, it's either Brenda or Charlotte. Um, so my guess would be Charlotte. I meant Brenda. You are correct. And, Good and job. My guess is that she was born at home and met by her grandmother. So you have to pick the lie. Two are true. One's oh, a lie. Oh, oh. So that, I will, I will help you out. Again? That, one is, that one is true. Yeah. Track was my favorite sport in high school. I think she did I not zip go lined zip lining. I didn't think she go. So that was my gut response too, but yeah. she did go oh, zip lining wow, in her wow, 60s. This is wow. Brenda Cook, our receptionist. Yes, and if you know yes. her, she is just a gem and yes. everyone loves her. She does so much for so many people. Uh, actually, she says, uh, the lie is, 
And it was like, I feel like Brenda, and knowing Brenda too, she's probably already like asked the Lord for forgiveness for yes, giving a lie yes, in I this agree. game. That's good. Track was her favorite sport. She said, actually, uh, softball was her favorite okay, sport. Okay. And she played softball okay. and she ran track and she All was right. the second fastest girl on the track team. I believe it. I so believe it. I said, that's Brenda. I love it. So I got to learn stuff. some information. So uh, you get half a point okay. on that because you got point. the person. I got the person. All right. So the next is, I'm not going to tell you who this is. You have to guess, but again, the clue will narrow it down to some. Uh, my wife was my first girlfriend. I played trumpet in middle school and high school. My wife and I didn't kiss until our wedding day. Um, Michael Van Zant. Yeah, and- you got it right, <laughs> dude. Good job. And... Uh- yeah, I'm gonna guess that that he did not play trumpet. He did play oh, trumpet okay. All in middle right. school and high school. Dana was his first. I figured that, <laughs> but they did not wait till their wedding oh, day. To oh, kiss. scandalous! I know. Scandalous, Van Zant. Oh, it was after they were engaged. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. <laughs> that's wow, that's great. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Oh gosh. Oh man. So I love it. All right. So, all right. Next is uh, I. Um, oh, I got to scroll up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, yeah, here we go. I played golf with a pro football player. I ran into a famous rock star in Las Vegas. I was behind a famous rapper at a Zaxby's drive-thru. Well, this is strange. <laughs> There's a theme. There's famous people. Ward Van Steenberg. That is not correct. Oh, man. Steve Renna. Not correct. Uh... One more guess and I'll just tell you. Yeah, I don't know. Alec. Oh, okay. Alec. Okay. Right, he played golf. Alec Ammons. This he's played golf our, before. Our minister's students. Yeah, he's played golf before. Okay. So I just or maybe that was the line. I didn't really line. tell you because it's all in the details. What was the middle one? Played golf with a uh, pro football player, uh, met a famous rock ran into a famous rock star in Las that Vegas. That just seems like a lie. Was that just seems so made up. a famous rapper at Zaxby's. And you are correct. Yeah. He did not run into a famous rock star. He actually ran into a rapper. Who in was Las the Vegas. rapper? So the rapper uh, that he met at Zaxby's or was behind at Rag- Zaxby's was Missy Elliott. The okay. football player he played golf with That's so uh, was Evan Oglesby, former defensive back for the Cowboys, Ravens, Dolphins. Don't know who that is. Okay. And in Las Vegas, it wasn't a rock star. It was another rapper. It was Fetty Wap or Fetty Wap. I'm not sure how to say that, which shows okay. how out of touch I yeah. am with yeah, that. that is. So, all right. All right. Next I'm Fetty up. Wap with this game. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got time for- uh, We do. We're good. We got time. All right. We so here time. we go. One more. Uh, not going to tell you. I changed my major seven times during undergraduate work. Justin Wyatt. (laughs) (laughs) I graduated with a double major in religious studies and leisure sports and tourism. I hammocked next to a bear in the woods in Maryland. Oh, okay. Not Justin anymore. What in the uh, (laughs) hammocked next to a bear in the woods in Maryland. That is that. Yeah, Mike, uh, Steve Renna, and the middle one's a lie. No. Okay. Is it you? No. Oh, okay. Who else it's works for Luca. us? Luca. Lucas. Right, Lucas. Okay. Our yeah. Yeah. Children, okay. Our children's minister. All right. So. Oh, that makes sense. There you go. So again, changes major seven times. Double major, religious studies, leisure sports, okay. and tourism, hammocked next to a bear in Maryland. Well, Lucas does not like sports at all. So I'm very surprised if that's true. So I'm gonna call that one the lie. 
It is. However, he minored in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? So there really? you go. Okay. It was, uh, he majored in religious studies, minored in leisure sports and tourism. Well, we can't finish without at least you doing your truth and a lie. Okay. So I- I know it's you, but that's okay. I, well, I had to like think, I was like, what would he not know about me? So mine Aww. are related to food. Oh, that you was, know, yeah. It's like Aww. a lot of details, you know, like- um, Well, when we sit in this room for 40 hours a week <laughs> together- That's right. And just talk into yes, microphones. Yes. Um, you only so get 10% of that's it. That's right. So I have- a, well, You know, we'll come back to this game. I'm going to save the ones we haven't had time okay, for because for I've got day. several more. Another day. Uh, so mine, here you go. Ready? Okay. Mine's just going to revolve around food. Okay. I have eaten- Eel. I have eaten. Oh, yeah, you have. Dog. Yeah, I have you eaten have. octopus. Uh, oh. I would say that you haven't eaten octopus. Yay, you're right. Yeah, I've yeah. eaten the others. Yeah, uh, eel yeah. in America. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I eat eel in Korea. You haven't eaten I, eel in America? It was terrible. You can eat I mean, eel. I'm eel. not a. Eel roll. I was not a. Well, I wasn't thinking about that. I was yeah, thinking, yeah. like, in Korea, like, I went to a restaurant with some college students that I was okay. working with when I was. Uh, there with IMB and they're like, and I at the time really didn't like seafood at all. Like shrimp was about the limit. And you walk in and literally like the eels are in a tank in the front and they're like ordered the, and they bring it out and they cook it in front of you. Like I'm talking like the stew that we're having yeah. is like, you can see like the eel is still moving as it's cooking. And then it's done. I was, I, it was hard. Okay. I was like, Jesus help me get this food down. All right. My turn. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. I've, I've been arrested. I'm related to George Washington, and I told Rick Warren I didn't want to take a picture with him. All right, you were arrested in China on a mission trip, or I think it's China. Yes, you're right. Uh, I can absolutely see you telling Rick Warren <laughs> that you didn't want to take a picture with him, so you're not related to George Washington. So I'm actually related to George Washington. Oh, how cool. I didn't tell Rick Warren I didn't want to take a picture with him, but somebody said, do you want a picture? And he looked at me, I said, no, I'm good. <laughs> That's so, so funny. They're all really technically yeah, true. That's so funny. Well, yeah. And, you, and you're related to George Washington, so you cannot tell a lie, right? Oh, there you go. wow, wow, hey, wow. Hey, so uh, we'll save the rest for next time because yeah. uh, it's. I think it's, I think for our listeners, appreciate getting to know our staff a little bit more too. Uh, just, you know, they're not just these amazing faces you see on Sundays and Wednesdays days, but they're real people <laughs> with real experiences and real lives. Yeah. So, hey, again, we want your questions. We, we want uh, you to send in stuff that you think would be interesting to talk about. Maybe it's something you've, you've thought of, or it's somebody, a question that uh, someone came to you with and you mm. thought, hey, I answered mm. it this way. Mm. Do you have anything else you'd add? We want those. So please uh, send those to us. We would love to answer. Like, them. how can we trust the Bible when men with white complexion were involved in the process at all, right? <laughs> oh, wow. The original signers. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, wait, that was the, the Constitution. De Declaration. <laughs> Ding, actually, white men. The, the offensive yeah. bell just went off again. Ding. I just think that's the new narrative on <laughs> that's that. That's so okay. true. I know. All we right. really should have a D. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. I'm going to have a bell. Ding. Yeah. All right. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Please send us questions and please tune in next time. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.